Welcome, I'm Rogers Anderson, Williamson County's mayor, and as we go around the county and try to catch up on what is happening in our wonderful community today, we have the opportunity to have our director, our CEO of the Convention Visitors Bureau, Ellie Westman Chen. Good morning. Good morning. Hope you're doing fine today. I am doing great today. It well, you ought to be doing great for uh, just to be able to talk about tourism. Yes, it's exciting it. news right now. Before we jump into this great news and everything um, that is going on from a, from the, the side of tourism, oftentimes people ask me, well, how do people get careers and um, in different jobs for the government and, well, the private sector, too. We've all done a little of both over our lifetime. But how did you get started? Where did you come from? How did you land in Williamson County? Well, it's a little bit of a different route, I think. <laughs> Not a direct route, but uh, I came from northern Illinois. Outside Chicago is where I grew up. So um, Midwesterner, I was born and raised in Illinois and had an opportunity to move to Nashville to help start the Nashville Sports Council. And at the time, the Sports Council was a division of the Nashville Convention and Visitors Corporation. So I got started in sports. Um, I started in youth and amateur sports, but we had a really amazing mayor with great vision. And during my time there, we landed both the Predators and the Titans, which was really exciting. And I remember one time I called my mom because I was really early in my career. And I grew up in Chicago. Like, the, the teams have been there forever. And she said, what, what's wrong? And I said, what if this is the coolest thing I ever do? And I'm at the beginning of my career. Is the rest of my life going to be boring? <laughs> and she, you will love her advice. She's like, just enjoy every day. That's right. Stop being silly. And go, you know, have a great time. Well, but let me interrupt you. I believe, <laughs> didn't you come from a large family, all girls? And I did. I grew up in a family of six girls. Woo. So I have five sisters. Your poor dad. Um, I, you know what? If he had a nickel for every time somebody said that, <laughs> he would have been a rich man. I will tell you that right now. But I will tell you, he had his own bathroom. He's like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm going to have my own bathroom. I'll have my own phone line. Because back then... You know, we didn't have cell phones no. and all these things. So, But my mom was a huge sports fan. So we grew up watching the Rose Bowl and the Super Bowl and the World Series. We had all that on all the time. She loved sports. She was such a big Cubs fan. She had the Cubs TV channel. She paid for the Cubs TV channel. Wow. So that was yeah. just like a part of our being raised was being raised with sports. So it was really fun for me to dive even further into that. Um, but then I had an opportunity to work directly for the Convention and Visitors Bureau in Nashville, which was great. And it really brought in my horizon on what I was working with because I was knee-deep in sports. But then I got to work on really fun things like the Corvette 50th anniversary and things like that. But during that time period, we hosted the NHL entry draft. And my um, contact for the NHL, so I was his contact for the city of Nashville, and he was my contact for the NHL. Well, he... I ended up marrying him. And when, <laughs> when I, so, you know, for all the women out there that are like, I'm not going to meet anybody, you can actually meet somebody through your job because I didn't think you could. Um, but then I moved to New York City and I worked for a really great event marketing agency. And it was exciting because I served on the committee when we were trying to get the Olympics to New York City. Of course, we lost tremendously. Uh, they didn't make out of the first round. But, um, but that was a very unique experience because 
coming from Nashville, which at the time was pretty small and scrappy, um, where you know when the predator or the um, the NHL board of directors came, Craig Leopold, who was the original owner of the Predators, he said, Ellie, if we could just get like a hundred people to be in the plaza of the arena, so when the board of directors come out of the arena after touring it, they'll know that we're excited. Well, we had three thousand people show up, so there was a lot of pride in the city and a lot of enthusiasm for for growth and um, new things like that. So I get to New York City and I come from this like, yeah, let's get it done environment. And I remember sitting around this table, and they said, well, we got we to gotta show the announcement somewhere, because when we win, um, it's got to be that big, exciting, like, yay, like when Atlanta won. If you remember uh. at Underground, there were thousands of people just cheering. But it was gonna, the announcement was going to be at 8 o'clock. Well, New Yorkers don't go to work at 8 o'clock. So I said, well, won't they just come out? There was a group of about 50 people around this table, and they were like, well, no, they're not just going to come out. Why would they come out? And I go, pride, you know, and they all just started laughing at me. Um, so we built a stadium right in Rock Center, right outside the Today Show, because we knew there would be visitors at least standing outside the Today Show, and maybe they'd wander over. Of course, we lost first round. We didn't even make it, you know, out of first round. Um, and then we had an opportunity in Atlanta, and I worked at Atlanta Convention and Visitors Bureau. So I basically have been in hospitality my whole career, and I have loved every minute of it. So are there opportunities for uh, young men and young women to get into this world, this wacky world <laughs> of the CVB, the Convention Visitors Bureau? You know, I love talking to students about a career in tourism um, because there are so many paths in tourism. And a lot of times when I'm talking to the younger generation, I'm like, you know, do you enjoy sales and marketing or do you want to be in finance or do you want to be in management? Because those career paths all exist. Plus, I've got to travel to places I never thought I would be able to travel. I have contacts all over the United States. Um, and it's just a really neat industry to be in. So right here in Williamson County, there are multiple opportunities. And then if you add Nashville to that, there are multiple more opportunities. And it could be everything from a chef in a restaurant, if somebody wants to take a culinary path, to a convention and visitors bureau where you're the sales and marketing arm, like we're the sales and marketing arm of the county. Um, so I think depending on what a, you know someone wants to do, but you know what else we're really good for is not only um, the students coming up and the kids coming up into a career path, but we're great for what I like to call a re-entry. So if you're down on your luck or if you stayed home with your kids for a while or whatever, whatever that is that you want to get back in or if you want to switch career paths, we are a great industry to do that in because we um, really what we need are we need really friendly customer service, focused individuals. We're going to teach you the rest. If you talk to our new tourism commissioner, he came from corporate. He came from Purity Dairies. And the first time I met with him, he's like, I don't know anything about tourism. I'm like, we can teach you that part. What you've got is marketing expertise that we need and can use. Oh, that's interesting. You know? You're talking about Mark Azale. And of course, his fame to claim is the mustache yeah. commercial for milk. Got milk. Got milk uh, and a little catchy frame that will carry with him till they stick him in a box someday. <laughs> it will. Um, well, why? And before we actually get into talking about uh, tourism and how it pays for Williamson County and each city, as a general rule, you've have worked. Well, you've worked both sides of both the Convention Visitors Bureau up underneath government, and then you've been 
currently you're with an organization that's outside of government, but it's it, the funding mechanism comes from the government side. Pros and cons of both? Um, you know, there are pros and cons in both. I mean, I think being independent gives a little bit more freedom whenever we need to, you know, sign on a new vendor or, or something like that. Um, but it is so important um, for tourism bureaus to have great relationships with their elected officials and their government entities. Here we have the county plus our six, you know, six communities. Um, because if we're not working together, nobody's, we're not going to be successful. And if people are really supportive of tourism, then we can grow that and we can grow that amount of money that's coming into our county. Uh, and I just think being external from government gives us a little bit more freedom to, to maybe make some of those decisions, which I think is one of the reasons you spun us off back in 2006. Um, but it, it's being part of government is really good because you, you need to know what's happening in your community. And if you are outside of that, you know, I tell my staff all the time, we, have, we don't own anything. Everything that we're promoting and selling is outside our windows. So if we don't know what's going on outside in our community, then we're not going to be successful in what we're doing. And being a part of the government, you're just more, it's easier to be in the know. You have to work a little harder at it. You so know? let's talk about some of those numbers in Williamson County. Uh, we're a touching county of one of the fastest growing in Davidson, I'm talking about, exploding in certainly commercial development, hotels, and I mean, I think it's the city of the cranes. Um, <laughs> I haven't been out to all the other cities, but there's as much activity going on in Davidson County. Does that help? Does that hurt us? How does that, how do, how do we work together? Because you've got some fantastic numbers that have just been uh, released in the last 30 days of what Williamson County specifically is doing. So kind of take us through that journey. Yeah. It's... I think um, it's interesting being this close to um, a Nashville-type city that's growing so much. Probably communities outside of Austin feel the same way, I would say. Um, we work really closely with Nashville and the Nashville Convention Visitors Corp. They know they need us and we need them. Um, but we're also in competition for that hotel stay because that's how our economic impact, um, not the only way, but one of the biggest ways that the economic impact is created. So we do a lot of work up in Nashville. We have our visitor center staff go up twice a year. They meet with every hotel in attraction concierge, and they tell them, hey, if your guests are looking for something else to do, send them on down to Williamson County, and we'll entertain them down there. So, But we want them to stay the night here, because if they come for a day trip, that's great. And we need them to come down and shop and eat in our restaurants and go to our attractions and keep all of them really healthy. But if they come in for the day, they're going to spend about $53. But if they come in for the night, they're going to spend about $280. So that gives us that bigger impact through sales tax and hotel motel tax if we can get them to stay in one of our hotels. And I think uh, it's important to point out, all of us have stayed in a motel. Um, they gave you the room rate, and when you check out, you see the hotel motel. <laughs> Uh, fees and charges that are on our bills in our other cities. We're no different. We just don't stay at a hotel here in town. Right. But um, for the most part, that's how you're funded. It is. And that's what saves individual taxpayers money. And uh, on their property taxes, it's 
So, you know, when you think about per household being able to save $500 because of the tourism, the, the, the people that come in, now they could be business, they could be just recreational. Leisure travelers Leisure coming travelers. in and enjoying themselves. But to each household, that's a lot of money, $500. So you hear this slogan, you know, be nice to our tourists because they help pay your, help reduce your bills. And that is so true. But when I, when I think about the, the impact that tourism has to our county, yes, we've got traffic and yes, we've got um, congestion in parts of our cities. And that, but a lot of other people that are visiting here well, I always like to look at it like this because they go home. Yeah, they do go home. <laughs> you know, so so we don't have to educate their kids, <laughs> which I know is a big thing here. Um, but sure, it's not that it's bad. It's, it's just it's, we have to pay for that. <laughs> that's exactly right. So you know, I mean, we encourage our visitors to come in for as long as they want, but we know they're going to go home and they're going to be in, depending on why why they're coming here, from anywhere from two to four days. I've often thought, I don't know that I've ever told you, but uh, many years ago, um, I serve, have served and serve on hospital boards. And as good as the structure is and as good as the equipment is, you and I don't make choices to go in to um, have surgery, elected surgery. Now, we might make a choice if we go into the ER, but we don't make a choice usually if we go through the ER what doctor we're going to get. And we certainly... Um, don't always make a choice into those specialists. So when we advertise, the most important person to a hospital are the physicians. Mm. Now, once you get in, the most important person is the physician again, but it's the nurses, the nurse, the techs that serve you. In your profession, I, I can't possibly shop up and down Main Street, wherever it is, 101 every single day in order to keep the doors open and keep them, those businesses healthy because that sales tax dollar is important. But a, a million, what was it, a million, nearly two million people, uh, 1.72 million people coming into our community, eating at our restaurants, buying those wares and goods and keeping our employment very, very healthy. It's so important. I, it is. And, you know, when I talk to our retail partners and our restaurants and our maybe not our hotels, because obviously that is going to be a visitor. It's a balance between both. It's not that they sure. don't want the resident shopping, because they, they do. You know, in January, we're not going to be as high tourism as we are in September or October. Um, but, you know, some of our retail have told me that in 2018, 80% of their business came from visitors. Wow. So, but we have to be on it every day. I have to tell you that, like I said, I've been in tourism my whole career. The competition now is as tough as I've ever seen it, and it's because of digital media. Um, sure. Because, you know, when I first started, if Franklin would have had a CBB, Franklin Williamson County would have had a Convention of Visitors Bureau when I first started, they, they would have barely scratched the surface because we can't afford to put an ad in Southern Living every month. We, we just don't have that kind of budget but we can heavily advertise on Facebook and in digital advertising and social media. And I've got big cities coming to me at conventions going, get out of my space. And I'm like, no, thank you. You know, I mean, but you have to. 
be, because there are so many options, and there are more tourism bureaus than ever, which I think is a good thing because I do think a rising tide mentality. Um, but there are places advertising that I've never seen advertised before, ever. Speaking of advertising, didn't, um, didn't I just hear that something about Christmas time and uh, that this is one of the top spots to visit? Yes, so we have a wonderful employee. His name is Matt Maxey, who handles all of our PR. Actually, he's out today with, we've got eight media in that have come in for pilgrimage. And um, we were excited when two weeks ago, Oprah Magazine named us one of the 19 best places to visit for Christmas in the world. So if you look at the list, it's like us, and then there's Switzerland. You know, like we are up with really cool and unique destinations. Um, and I have to tell you how far that goes. One, that's advertising we don't have to pay for, which right. is great. But those lists, people love those lists. And it goes a long way with us. Two years ago, Trisha Yearwood and Jenna Bush Hager came in with the Today Show. And they, is it today? Is that what they're on? Today show, one of the morning shows. I don't you're, watch any of them. You're, you're on that ledge by yourself. Yeah, okay. So anyway, they came in. They did a whole segment on Franklin and Williamson County. And they're like, this is our one of our favorite Christmas destinations. And they went into White's Mercantile, and they held up this really cute um, wine glass that's plastic. And they accidentally dropped it, and it bounced. And they were like, oh, my gosh. And, you know, within a week, those wine glasses were sold out. The numbers of people we saw come here because Trisha Yearwood and Jenna Bush Hager came here was phenomenal. So all of that plays into the bigger pot of what we do. And then on the other side of our business, we have a sales team that sells to meeting planners, event planners, sports planners that come and bring those groups. Two weekends ago, or last weekend, you could not get to a restaurant without seeing a soccer kid. They were <laughs> everywhere. And we love that because one, we know when they're coming in and it's a group of this many and we can uh, alert our restaurants and retail, hey, we're going to have more people in town this week. We work with our police departments to let them know, too, just FYI. Um, but they come in, and, you know, they play soccer in the morning, and then they don't have another game till 6 p.m., and they are out. Yeah. They are out at our attractions. They are out on shopping and things like that. So, so both sides of the business plays into that bigger pot of success. You know, the leisure traveler that's going to come in with a family member or so forth and or a friend or whatever that might be, and then that group business. Um, that together gets us to our 1.72 million visitors. Well, let's talk about some of these numbers. Uh, you know, it's hard for me to believe, but I, I, I've seen it year after year. Out of the 95 counties we have in this state of Tennessee, and there are some wonderful destinations yes, across our state. We're number six. We're number six. And we are a solid number six. And that is really exciting news because I think I think that's why people are so amazed about that we're doing those kind of numbers in the state with 95 counties. And like you said, what beautiful destinations. All over. We have a beautiful state. Um, but yeah, after the big five, we're hanging in there really strong at number six. And the big five are? Nashville, Memphis, Chattanooga, Knoxville, and the mountains, Gatlinburg area. But over a period of the last 25 years, and many people watching this show will know, I mean, we have a lot of businesses that, that are located here, and that draws a lot of heads and beds, if we can say. But I look at our sports program, our amateur sports program that has developed over the last 20 years. We, just before we went on TV, uh, the TV show today, we're talking about the two 
of football teams here in town <laughs> will be the borough, uh, you know, going at each other, playing a high school football game. You probably will not be able to get a ticket to this game tonight. All over our community, amateur sports is huge. Music, pilgrimage, many other events. Almost every weekend there's something going on, either in Brentwood or Franklin or Spring Hill Thompson Station. Station Nolensville. I mean, they're all Fairview. They're just had everywhere. their big festival. Big yeah. festival over there. Then you just get into the regular things that people um, they want a break from maybe music or uh, the, the, they want to hit the outdoors. What I call the trails and our trail system both developed by both the county parks and rec and our different cities and parks and rec. It's phenomenal. It's what phenomenal. You, you can spend hours and hours uh, in our trails, Timberland Park, uh, all from the Natchez Trace. That's been developed by the county parks and rec. Yeah. And we're seeing visitors from all over, all over the United States, but even several continents, that when they're in the Nashville area, they'll migrate out here. And of course, everyone knows what's happening out in Leapers Fork, the old Hillsborough area. Yeah. Uh, it's just exploding with people wanting to go out there. And Brentwood has phenomenal trails. Absolutely. Almost and their week. park. They're, they're at Smith Park has great hiking trails, but their um, bike and running path is amazing. Um, so if you had to guess or come up with a number, uh, and, and the number side of employment is important to me. Not that government creates any jobs, but we're a conduit. Uh, we are uh, oftentimes what jump starts or we're the kickstand, whatever definition you want to put on government. But there's a lot of people employed in your industry. There are. Throughout the county, we have 3,714 people employed in the industry. That's only going to grow this year because of what we're opening with restaurants and hotels and so forth. So, you know, when you look out, I was explaining this to somebody the other day because they're like, I don't understand, like, what do you mean 3,700 people? <coughs> I said, well, we're staying in a hotel, and this hotel has X amount of employees, and that restaurant has X amount, and you start adding those up. Um, I have a good friend who runs the New York City CVB, and he said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to prove to every New Yorker that they know somebody in the industry, right? So if you think about it, you probably know somebody in the industry, whether, well, this is, you know me, but let's put that aside, but a neighbor or somebody is probably going to work in this industry um, because it's, it's such a fast-growing industry, for one, but it's such a great career path depending on where you want to do and what you want to be. So that's a really, that's a really exciting number for us, and we, that number jumped from last year, which we were thrilled to see. Well, I think a healthy community uh, involves all components. Uh, it's, not, it's not just one avenue. Um, you, you look at our uh, employment base. It's not, it's not just tied to the automobile industry, but we have a lot. We do. Healthcare, we have a lot. It, it is, if I've heard uh, economic development people oftentimes say, we have over 20% of our population that are entrepreneurs, that work out of their homes and, and craft, design, create things. And, and the other thing is that it's a very healthy, disposable income yeah. in our community. Now, it doesn't mean everyone is 
as having the same amount of prosperity, but it does mean that there are things for you to do in our community or for people to come in to our community that can cost a sizable amount, and then there's other events that almost cost you nothing yeah. to do. You know what I love? One of the things, I love a lot of things about our community, but one of our things I love is our creative spirit. Um, because I think that if you are enthusiastic and you want to do something, th there's a path to that here, whether it's write songs or open a retail shop on Main Street or open a distillery in Thompson Station. <laughs> you know, There's a real creative spirit here, and there's a lot of support for that, which I think adds to the uniqueness of what we have for our visitors and our residents. Kelly, we've only got about three minutes left <laughs> on our show, and I don't know that we got to everything <laughs> that, that you wanted to talk about, so I'll give you an opportunity now to kind of bring those up, and then we'll wind it, wind it, wind it, down, wind it down. But I do know that through your efforts and your leadership, and I know it's not solely you, and that's no. not the one... You, you're not you're not made that way, but this is a great county, but it's it's a great place out in the marketplace that people are now seeing this. This is where you need to come at least one time. It's, it should be in your bucket list. It should be on your bucket list. It absolutely should be because if you walk down the street, if you're a celebrity hunter and you walk down the street and you can pass a Jason Isbell or a Mike Wolf or Keith Urban, you know, so we have that uniqueness, and I then come we there just were have all men. Well, <laughs> Cheryl Crow okay. or Carrie Underwood, <laughs> or the other day Miley Cyrus was one in one of our ice cream shops, for instance. But you know, I just think we have a unique experience that you're not going to get in other places, and we hear that daily from our visitors. Like, I had no idea. I thought I figured I wanted to come here because it was a, you have these cute little small towns, but now I need to spend more time here. Um, but I want to leave on this note because I like this number, if you don't mind. Please. Um, so we had 1.72 million visitors in 18. That created a $479 million economic impact. So on average, visitors spend $1.31 million per day in our county. And I think that number is really strong. And I think when you break it down, people go, oh, wow, okay, I get it. You know, So that, that was a fun number for us to get this year. So if you could if you could go back in history and we'll we always uh, try to learn from the from our life's journeys that we have both good and bad. Uh, what would Ellie change? I'll put you on the spot here. What would Ellie <laughs> change um, as you travel down your life journey? What would I change in the tourism world? I don't know. I mean, I, I've just been so blessed to have a really unique and interesting career. I've met amazing people along my path. Um, and I don't really look back and say I wish I would have. I really haven't. And I'm just I'm just happy to be here and So we'll go the other way. Okay. Five more years, what do you think <laughs> what do you think we should be doing here in Williamson County in the area? You know, here here's what I will say that I say to people a lot. What we hear from our visitors is we could use more family friendly activity. We can use more indoor family-friendly activity. We have a lot of outdoor family-friendly activity, but when it rains, it's a little bit difficult. Um, and we're becoming more of a destination that's a nighttime destination, too. And some people are looking for some nightlife activity. When the quarry opens next summer, that's going to be amazing for our community um, with the concerts that they're going to bring in. So from our perspective of what, and then of course I'd love to see continued growth with retail and restaurants. I'd love to see 
um, some of the other communities grow a little bit more and get more engaged in tourism. Um, you know, they come to Franklin first because they want to go to Main Street, but then we send them out. We're like, you have to go to Leapers Fork and you have to get mm -hmm. over to Nolensville. Um, but I think there's growth opportunities there as well. We have to go. I believe you're exciting. Uh, you're an exciting person, but you could talk about tourism all I day. I could. I could bore you to death all day with tourism. I'm Rogers Anderson. <laughs> Thanks for being with us today. We know you make a choice of where you watch TV. Have a good day.